Hey, welcome to the Micronesian Podcast. This is Patrick. Thanks for coming. Hey, this is Patrick on the Micronesian Podcast. How you doing today? It is Friday the 13th here in Micronesia, Pompeii, Micronesia, and I'm podcasting once again from my studio slash living room. And I have here with me today my... I think you're my co-host now since this is your second time with me. From the Stoic Islander podcast, my co-host, I call him June, but he goes by PJ Pedras. So, hey, June, say hello to everybody. Hello. All right. That was a good one. All right. So, last time we talked about a famous Micronesian. Today, we're going to continue along the same lines, um, really discussing, uh, yeah, just more historical stuff, so... Hope you like it. Thanks for joining me. If you're joining me from the micronesian.com blog or from Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, I want to say thank you and let's get started. Okay, so last time we talked about Maupi Lug. That was a pretty good one. And today, we're going to talk about a little bit more, um, not so much navigation, but there's this book. I don't know if any of you have read this book, but uh, it's been in the house for a while. It's my dad's book, and uh, I've read it, and, uh, and I have my co-host read it. I think it's a pretty, very interesting book. It's called Edge of Paradise by P.F. Kluge. And if those of you who don't know who P.F. Kluge is, his claim to Micronesian fame is he wrote the preamble to our constitution the fsm constitution and he was a peace corps volunteer way back in the day he also wrote a book that became a movie called eddie and the cruisers and if you are pretty young you probably don't know what that is but for those of us a little bit older like me i like me some eddie and the cruisers so uh pf kluge and in fact i um my dad used to work at the trust territory uh, headquarters in Saipan and uh, P.F. Kluge in his book talks about working there and I asked my dad hey do you know this guy he said yeah I used to work he used to work at the uh, public affairs office uh, over in uh, Saipan headquarters of TTPI but um, moving on to the book though it's a really good book I think it, it kind of like it's kind of like a, a history of Micronesia up until the uh, um the Compact of Free Association, and then it, it kind of uh, looks after the after effects because P.F. Kluge was here during the TTPI up until, and he helped a lot of our, mainly Lazarus Silly, but he was there in the beginning. And then along, he, he left, went, uh, I think he went on his writing career also in the um, as a professor, and then he came back um, through when uh, Lazarus Silly, the second was it the second president of Palau? Yeah, when he was uh, when he passed away, and he wrote this book mainly about Lazarus. It was like a trip through Micronesia, starting in the Marshalls, uh, up through FSM, up through CNMI, and uh, I'm not sure. Did he go to Guam also? No, yeah, Saipan, and then all the way to Palau. So it's a uh, it's a really really good story but uh, let me go ahead and ask my co-host uh, if he can uh, fill it in for you know with his perspective <laughs> 
What do you think about that? I think the book Edge of Paradise is a pretty good as uh as my uh host said it was written by PF Kluge. He was a Peace Corps volunteer in the TTPI and he helped out a lot of uh, different um I would say old timers the first generation of Micronesian leaders who opted for the decisions that made the countries or the territories that it is today. Um, Pief Kluge wrote this book as a tribute to Lazarus Ali because him and Lazarus were really close. And he talks about, as he goes through the islands, he talks about its history and how how he's come to know, know the history. And he talks about the different uh, figures of uh, the islands that he knows of. So, for instance, in uh, when he goes to Marshalls, he talks about Amata Kabua and Tony De Bruyne. In Pompeii, he talks about Bailey Ulcher, and he also talks about uh, John Hagligan. And in Chuk, he talks mainly with Toswo Nakayama. And in the CNMI, he mostly talks about how he is actually you know, very disappointed about the choices that the people of the CNMI made. Instead of wanting to be independent, they decided to become Americans. And I always, I thought it was uh, very interesting to, to know that coming from an American, he really wanted, you know, Micronesia to be independent, to be on its own. So, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's... Yeah, that's true, you know, and that's kind of um, kind of weird, not weird, but uh, because, I mean, Lazarus Sili, as uh, he mentioned in the book, was totally for free association, you know, and I think he reveals in the book also, you know, that uh, Tosuo was, was, was the guy who was going out for independence, right? Yeah, so, you know, it's good to, I mean, when I, I didn't know about these things until I wrote, read this book, I mean, I'm sure folks who were older than me, they, they knew about this stuff, but I think for the younger folks... Uh, you know, even my age or even in the 30s and 20s, it's good to read this book so you can kind of get the feel of what it was like back then, what we're, what our our leader, leaders uh, wanted. You know, they didn't all want the same thing, you know. Um, some wanted independence. Some wanted uh, to be a state. Some wanted to be a commonwealth. Some wanted free association. Free association was just one of the um, options that was on the table, you know. And uh, the champion, really, according to P.F. Klug in his book, was Lazarus Sali, the second president of Palau. And um, like, like, um, like I said earlier, Tosuo Nokayama was totally for independence. And, you know, I really like what he talked about in Inojun, uh, the story that he talks about Tosuo, you know, where he was the son of a Japanese trader. And after the war, he saw his father leave and then... He grew up without his father in the post-war era of the Americans, being a half-Japanese. And then he became a leader in the government. And then he went on to find his father after how many years in Japan and brought him back where the old man later on, you know, wanted to go back and live in, in Chuk and die and be buried there. I mean, the way he read the, uh, you know, told the story was so, it was so um, heart, heart uh, warming. It was touching. It was so touching. And, and that's one of the parts of the book that I like. You know, he talks about a lot of these people who had a lot of potential previously. And then later on, when he came back 
um, on his tour, you know, through Micronesia, going back to uh, Palau, he saw that some of these guys who were, you know, the, the hot shots, you know, they had, some of them had, um, you know, didn't turn out how he expected. You know, people and places, like, like June said, you know, Saipan, you know, he was kind of disappointed in the fact that they chose to become a commonwealth and that they didn't go along with, uh, you know, to be independent or to be sovereign, uh, like uh, FSM, RMI, and Palau did. Uh, yeah, so I, I read the book, I think, a couple years back. And I recently picked it up again, and I did notice some things that I probably didn't notice when I first read the book. Uh, regarding Tosuo Nakayama, he said Tosuo Nakayama was a very, very exceptional man. He really liked him because the way he sees it, and I guess the way Tosuo sees it is that um, in Chuk, a lot of people especially the younger younger generations of micronesians they just wanted to be they want to have a commonwealth status or a statehood status and his reply to that is always there's saipan there's hawaii our islands are god-given and we need to protect it and so you know you know hearing these things you know you you have to understand that our leaders have our FSM leaders, like especially Tosuo Nakayama, had in mind that we should be sovereign, we should be independent because these are our islands, and we should be able to once to govern, be able to govern it, and not someone else. Yeah, you know that's so right. I totally remember that. Um, that's one thing that I remember about reading that book. You know what? Um, as uh, P.F. Kluge, you know, he interviewed um, Tosuo, and one of the things that he said was. These are God-given islands. Absolutely, I totally agree with it. These are our only islands. This is all we have, folks, you know. And I like that mentality. I wish we had more of that instead of wanting to be something that we're not, you know. We're unique. There's no other Micronesia in the world. We're the only one. And we should keep it that way, you know. I agree with what you're saying. This is our, these are our islands. And we should be able to be the ones to... Make the choices that matter the most um, concerning how our island should be governed, how it should be run, what we should do with it. Not just on a daily basis, but uh, in the long run. And I also believe that <clears throat> I find it very disappointing because I'm a young person myself. And I grew up in America. And I think I... I think I hold the same viewpoints as P.F. Kluge and other, you know, uh, foreigners who came out to Micronesia and we came here thinking it would be something like uh, something we see in the movies, but then it's totally different and then we really enjoy it. And we become so, you know, disenchanted because we find that the locals here, they want to escape to America or somewhere else or they want the islands to become just like America and what I say to that is you know you can just always leave if you don't like it here because our islands are our islands and it's it's unique to us and we we should be able to you know make the choices that benefit us and not necessarily some other country because this is what we have 
we should make do with make do with what we have. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. You know, um, and that's that's really that's really the takeaway that I got from the book. You know, that uh, the fact that um, there was a lot of you know a lot. I guess a lot of people today. This is my impression. And look, disclaimer: I am not a political expert, government expert. Uh, just another guy, just a guy with a microphone. Like I said before, in my previous podcast this is my opinion. And it seems to me that a lot of people don't understand um, the frustrations and the struggles that that we had coming out of a war, then becoming a territory that was largely ignored, and then going into a compact. Um, I I think that I think a lot of that history is lost, and for me, some of that was regained when I read this book. I kind of understood what you know each you know because we all know that the uh, marshals went their way Paula went their way saipan went their way and we went ours uh, but i mean in the beginning we were all one together and um you know there had to be some sort of friction for us to break up of course we're from different islands but still i think uh, not too many people understand you know that uh I don't know, just all the struggles that we went through that we should be grateful for what we have at this moment, that we can make it better. I think a lot of people are just kind of play the victim and they feel like they're entitled, which I totally disagree with that. I think we should earn everything that we have, earn what we already have. All right, we kind of went over uh, what we intended to keep below a, a certain amount. So, um, but, you know, these are, this is a great issue. This is a, a, a sensitive issue for me, I think, and a lot of people. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you have not already, I really encourage you to pick up the book, uh, P.F. Kluge, uh, Edge of Paradise. Um, great book. You can get it on Amazon um, or, I don't know, yeah, I guess Amazon, Barnes & Noble, something like that. Uh, good book and uh Kind of give you a glimpse into what was going on before we became the FSM, the RMI, and Palau. All right, take care. Hey, this is Patrick. Thank you for joining us today. Like it, please uh, subscribe, like, and visit us again. Thank you.